0: And Welcome back to Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser, and this week my guest is Shivani. She is known for finding the gold in your business and has helped hundreds of clients find their magic key to tap into the flow of money so it becomes predictable, reliable, and fun. She is a highly sought after women's empowerment coach, intuitive business mystic, master energy healer. She's a psychic, inspirational speaker, co-author of the book of inspiration for women by women, and has been featured on Self-Discovery Radio, New Human Living, and the Cat Canavos TV show. She's an expert on personal and spiritual transformation, supporting cutting-edge thought leaders and master healers in the global shift to a claim their sovereignty using the Akashic Records as a grounded tool in order to get information on who you are at the soul level so you get your message out in a bigger way. She lives in far north Queensland, Australia, on top of a mountain in a tropical wonderland working towards self-sufficiency and building a local community. When she is not on Zoom mentoring her clients, she's spotted frolicking with her Rhodesian Ridgeback Akash and Isis, the new puppy on the beach. Everybody, please welcome Shivani hi Shivani hey beautiful it's so lovely meeting you
1: and thank you for being
0: here I am sick I'm fighting a cold but I did not want to cancel because she's calling in all the way from Australia one of my favorite places in the world. I just recently went there for my 40th birthday it's a magical place so um, I'm so thankful to have you on the show so tell us about your fearless journey Oh
1: dear. I never know where to start, uh, but basically I grew up in Germany as a single child, and I made it a little bit more interesting because my dad was an atheist, and my mother is a narcissist. If she makes it, she's almost 96 in January. (laughs) Wow, okay. And I was born open, so... I had my invisible friends and I could hear, see, and I thought everybody could do that. Uh, But I learned very quickly that not only most people weren't that open, but it also wasn't really wanted. Yeah. So I grew up basically believing I'm, I'm crazy. What's wrong with me? There has to be something wrong with me. Yeah. And. I think I'm grateful that my way out was basically rebellion, (laughs) and it actually—I think it saved my life, literally.
0: Yeah, because I'm sure your dad. I'm sure your dad was like not hearing you because he doesn't believe in anything, right? As an atheist, and then your mom—I don't know how she reacted to maybe her child saying, "I see things" or "I hear things." What was her reaction? Well, I'll tell
1: you what she is actually very very psychic my mom and scared completely scared and so she didn't want to know about it yeah and she tried like uh, yeah in German we would say she can hear the grass grow like she like she yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah she did, she didn't want to know about it it really scared her. And unfortunately, she's still incredibly scared.
0: Wow. So, when did you realize that you had a gift? Like, you thought everybody was seeing the same thing and hearing the same thing. When did you notice that you were the only one and no one else saw and heard the same things?
1: Oh, gosh. Probably around when I was at school age, probably six, seven. Because I remember even my very first uh, school report said, Yeah yeah six about five no I actually went to school earlier and it basically said I have too much fantasy and I'm too dreamy. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah look I always felt different. I desperately tried to fit in, didn't work. But I my intuition was still very intact. And I remember when I was fifteen, I made a ton of really powerful decisions. For example, I didn't want to get married, I didn't want to have children, I wanted to leave Germany, get me out of here. And that's it. I mean, I did get married originally um, in order to stay in Australia. And we were married for 12 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we are actually still really good friends.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good.
1: But yeah, I, I just knew from an early age that I needed to leave Germany. And I grew up in West Germany. But back then, it was a very oppressing society. I mean, yeah. for me, yeah. Very much what would the neighbours think? My mother would constantly watch the neighbours from the window. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> what gosh. You, you know, that sort of... <laughs> my dad was known. I, I grew up in a little town, so everybody knew me, of course. You know, I couldn't mm-hmm. get away with anything. <laughs> it would get back to my dad. Yeah. And, yeah, and when I was 15, I basically learned about Australia and Apart from thinking the kangaroos are hopping around Sydney, <laughs> I just had this affinity. I knew I had to at least visit Australia. So, yeah, and the rest, like for me, uh, I felt I finally came home when I, literally when I landed in Australia, um, in Perth, in, back in 82, mm-hmm. it really was, oh, my God, I'm home. I like that real Aww. how
0: did you start to um, develop your gifts more like did you start to connect with other spiritual teachers and mystics like how did you start to develop your or did you continue to hide
1: your gifts for a while? in Germany I basically hid it. I traveled extensively and the first time out of Germany I basically traveled for a year and a half and I went to India, Asia. And I met my, I mean, back then, I met my first orange people. I don't know, the Bhagwan <laughs> Rajneesh people. <laughs> <laughs> what does um, that mean? For those of us who don't oh know. Oh my God, good cra- Well, there was like in the 80s, uh, there was a huge, there was a huge following by guru. People would know them because they, they became famous as in lots of corruption. He's the guy, Osho, who has like a 100 Mercedes-Benz. Oh,
0: okay. I think I I think I think know who that is. Yeah.
1: You might have heard. But basically, um, I was interested in yoga, in meditation. I did um, rebirthing. I became a rebirth uh, practitioner. So from a very early age, I really wanted to know who am I. And already when I was 14, I would actually write poetry about the eyes being the entry to the soul. Yeah, so somehow I knew. Yeah, I mean, I came in that way because at fourteen, everybody was boy mad and yeah, was
0: <laughs> writing poetry. Right, everyone's <laughs> boy crazy, and you're over here writing about poems and the entry of the soul.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: So you got in touch with that guru, and that's how you, or it was somebody that was in that guru's entourage that like led you to start. Really opening up your mind to your powers, or how did that happen?
1: Look, I'll tell you what, I think it happened organically because I ended up I was just 22. And originally, I intended to travel with a girlfriend, and that was, um, you know, worked on for quite a while. And she basically decided last minute not to come. And oh, then I really? had a, yeah, it was pretty full on. Like, she got – her parents basically, you know, bribed her and gave her an earful, and she decided not to come with me. And then I decided to go, which was scary, right? We're talking about 80, 1981 as yeah. a woman by myself. But I just – I needed to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> And that really was very powerful for me because when you travel by yourself, you need to act like in the present moment, yeah? Yeah. Like I needed to know, is that person trustworthy? Can I travel with these people? Yeah, like I had to really be present.
0: Yeah. And
1: that brought me back online, so to speak. Oh, okay. I had a... I had a very very like early on, I had a very, very powerful experience, and remember, I didn't know anything really uh-huh. I was in a little mini bus in Sri Lanka, and these buses you could hail them and you could get out at any time, yeah okay? and of course, they're full of people and chickens, and you know your typical <laughs> Asian bus, yeah. <laughs> And I was basically on the bus, and we were probably five kilometers before I was supposed to get off. Okay. And I hear this voice literally yelling at me, get out now. And it was so real that I literally looked around the bus. It's like, who's talking to me? Yeah. It was like this booming voice Uh and nothing untowards, you know. And I had to hear the voice twice more. Wow. And, you know, I'm here, I'm 21. And in the end, it was literally like, whatever, you know. <laughs> it was that sort of attitude. Yeah. But <laughs> right. anyway, I get off the bus and don't even think much of it. Uh, I hail the next bus. And that was before phone, yeah, you know, m- mobile phones, right? Yeah. And the next day. It's on the front page of the local newspaper. Two kilometres further, the bus overturned. Oh. Had an accident, overturned. Lots of people, you know, dead and injured.
0: And wow. that's
1: when I really went, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, need I have to listen leave. to this voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then I married for... Um, you know stayed in Australia learned about yoga so that was my I guess my formal entry and the yoga I learned was kundalini yoga so working with energy but also meditation and it was very classical yoga yeah not just yeah the the postures Uh and I had huge awakenings
0: wow What would you say, because I I watch TikToks a lot and I hear people who are like of Christian background saying that yoga is, you know, demonic and you're doing all kinds of weird stuff that you shouldn't be doing. What would you say to someone who would say that, like that yoga is demonic or that you're doing weird positions and you're calling the wrong entities towards you? What would you say to someone who has
1: that theory? Mm. Well, I can't change anybody. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i'm not here to convince anybody i did teach yoga to the christian brothers uh in india uh, wow. the francis franciscan brothers uh-huh. yeah, so certain christian uh religions are actually embracing yoga yeah and yoga the the word yoga is really to it's it's to to integrate or to connect or to yoke to come together. Yeah, and all it means is you're bringing body, mind, spirit together.
0: Yes. Yeah. I personally love yoga. And I wish I could do it more, um, but I'm not that bendable.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it's the mind. Um, but ultimately. I also love.
0: Yeah, I also. It's a mind training. Yes. I love the meaning of namaste, which means my soul sees your soul, which is so beautiful, which is something that I teach my clients too, because I think it does, you you start to get back into your body and your spirituality and you start to realize that we are all interconnected. We're all experiencing the same, you know, divine plan here and we are all here to help each other. Um. So how did you start getting into like finding people's magic key and like tell us a little bit about the akashic records like i'm always curious about this because i hear videos of this but i don't know exactly what it is so can you please explain to other mm-hmm. people that are listening mm-hmm. now
1: yeah of course yeah look the, the akashic comes later yeah basically i don't sorry i said <laughs> stop goddess <because> of love <laughs> normally she wanted quiet. to jump in on the
0: conversation <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, the Akashi came later. Uh, So, for those of you who don't know what it is, uh, the Bible actually makes a reference and calls it the Book Mm. of Life. And it's an energetic database of anything you've ever lived as a soul, but it's also... Tells you who you are at soul level. What are your divine gifts? What's your life lesson this time around? What's your soul specialization? And every living person has their own Akashic record. Mm. And, you know, especially for those of you who are wondering, you know, who am I? Why am I here? What am I supposed (laughs) to do? The Akashic are a um, shortcut. Yeah, it's very clear. And then of course, we have free will. Yeah, like I can give you the blueprint. But how you work with this is your own Mm -hmm. free will.
0: Yeah, I think since I was about 13 years old, I used to ask the same questions, like, what am I doing here? What's my purpose? Why was I born? Like, why am I part of this family? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was always asking those questions like, what is my purpose here? And I still, even though sometimes I feel like I know what my purpose is, and I feel like I know what my soul's calling is, there are still days where I question like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, how am I supposed to get there? Like, Um, But I do believe that this universe is energy, and we are energy beings, and we can attract things to us, um, and we could fold the wavelengths of time, you know, with quantum physics. It's like, there's so much stuff that we don't know. And I'm always super curious, because I feel like back in the day, we probably did know this stuff. And all of this was like normal knowledge, but the Roman Catholic Church probably shut it down. And there are so many books in the Vatican that we're not even allowed to see. They have an entire basement full of records and stuff that we're not allowed to read or haven't been published. So there's got to be you know, some things that we don't know. And so I, I always tell people when they're like, no, that's not what the Bible says, or that's not what I was taught. I always think like, but you have to understand that you are being gatekeeped, you know, like, there are only so much information they're allowing us to know. And if there's a reason why your soul is calling you or pulling you towards something like you were being pulled towards learning more about like being a mystic and energy healer and Akashic records, you were being pulled mm. to that, because, you know, I believe that maybe that was your soul's calling, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and you know, um, when you talk about soul's calling, A lot of people have this idea, you know, it's just one thing, you know, if I could just magically (laughs) find, yeah, it's really a journey, yeah, and it's, and I love that you talk about fear and being fearless, yeah. It's journey is really to, first of all, notice what is your intuition and what is not, and then, and we all have it, okay, we all have our own divine guidance system it's just that we are literally being so manipulated from birth that this you know it's not taught at school yeah yeah so we are all we all have our own intuition and it's so important now especially to learn yeah to to learn what is my way of experiencing my guidance and the most important thing is and I think that's where so many people are afraid is the guidance is not necessarily logical. If anything it will not be logical. The guidance will only come once usually and then you need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know the next step. And so the mind is of course screaming blue murder because we're so used to wanting to have a 10 whatever 10 year plan or a manual right with of course you need to be successful afterwards yes well the soul doesn't care necessarily about success although that will come if you listen to it it's about experience and growth
0: yeah Um, I was just talking to my husband about this earlier, because we were talking about the whispers of the world or the nudges from the great I am, or the divine is constantly like pushing you towards something. And my husband and I talk about this all the time. Like we see numbers like 1111 or 333 or 555. And we're always like, okay, spiritual guides, like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, that doesn't mean anything to me, right? Um, Like, where am I supposed to go? Like we want And I think all of us, we want like this auditory God to come from us like you got that in the van, you know, in that little in the van when you were in India, where it was like, get off the bus. Like we all want that auditory voice that tells us, okay, now apply for this job or go out on a date with this guy or break up with this guy. You know, we want that auditory voice. If we don't get the auditory voice, we do get whispers of the world. We do get nudges. And like I had a client just recently was complaining that she was like, I feel like I'm stuck in Groundhog Day. She completely said Groundhog's Day, which is a movie from 1993. And she's like, I don't know what to do. And I said, well, just keep doing the work. The answer will come to you. And I tell my clients to go for walks, to be out in nature, um, to make sure you put your feet on the ground to get grounding. And she went for a walk and she was listening to a book. And the book and the author literally said, if you're going through Groundhog's Day, make sure that you... Do exactly what he did, which is help. By the time he figured out how to get unstuck, it was just to help others, you know. And there's little things like that where mm. it's not an auditory voice from God, but you'll get it from either a book or a YouTube video you're watching or um, a friend that like just randomly calls you. Or um, there was one time where I knew my boyfriend was cheating on me before my husband and I, I, I didn't have any evidence, but I was at work and I was watching a YouTube video and a random clip came up on the YouTube video where it was like, these like, uh, people that were kind of like uh, stick figures. And they like went and one of them broke the girl's heart, you could see the girl getting broken up with and then she picks up her broken pieces. But then another guy comes and picks up her broken pieces. And then I was like, was that for me? That message is for me. And I looked back and the YouTube video was gone. Like, and I never found that YouTube video ever again. And so yeah. it's like these little things that happen to you, that the whispers of the world are there. And you may not be getting like an audible voice, but you are getting those nudges to move. And we all have, like you said, that intuition, that gut feeling, like your gut is your second brain. So we need to be open to like the answer, right? I think sometimes we're not open to the answer because it's not what we want to hear. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I want to I want to clarify the I've only heard that particular voice twice in my lifetime. Mm. Okay, so and I think that voice is when, well, the first time if I would have stayed on the bus, I would have been injured or killed. Yeah. So I also agree, you know, for me, um I just know and I'm I have premonition. But some people need to go through their feelings and their emotions to get clear, yeah? Or as you said, you see something and you get the nudge, yeah? Like how we get divine into basically. Yeah,
0: exactly. This episode is sponsored by CoachSnap. Are you looking for an all-in-one platform to help you build your coaching business? Then you need CoachSnap. It allows you to schedule appointments, collect payments, train and support all of your client's needs. Health fitness, hockey, football, or even life coaches can use CoachSnap. It's the business platform that will help you be the best coach you can be. So tell us how you would work with a client to find that magic key to help them like release that blockage that's like probably holding them back.
1: Yeah, so I've been trained in a particular way with a particular teacher and she basically brought her own. She channeled her own teaching yeah, around the Akashic. And I say this because my system, and I didn't know that when I trained with her, is vastly different to anything else that's on the planet. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I do like if I I would typically. I mean, it depends. But so typically I work with a client for six months. Okay. Could be longer, but six months if somebody wants to have coaching with the Akashic. So the very first reading that I do is actually a three-week transformational process. So it's not just a psychic reading.
0: Yeah.
1: And in my system you do this once because what we're doing is, first of all, we look at who are you at? soul level what's your soul profile but we also look at okay what is holding you back what's where's the karma where the restrictions that you are not aware of consciously but it does impact you this lifetime yeah yeah so for example if you've created about poverty five lifetimes ago you have no idea you did that, <laughs> but you'll have problems with money yeah. in some shape. You're like, please break life. that
0: contract now.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the one. Yeah, and that reading, like I do it in the privacy of my home. Like I need particular information, and I take, and then I like it's really a labor of yeah. love because there is no software for the akashi right it's like a piecing bit by bit yeah i write it all down and then i'll see the client for 90 minutes and they get specific clearing statements that they will do every day and that is like what we're really doing is we're bringing your soul back to the point of origination so back to love and light mm-hmm. And we are and with that because we are clearing restrictions yeah. yeah we are also elevating your vibration because everything is vibrational yeah and so if your vibration is elevated you will attract differently and so that's the first reading and that is literally because the like I clear on the level of the akashic the client clears through the mental emotional into the physical. And then I'm also looking at, okay, what is a new action step in the physical that you can take instead, yeah? And that's when the whole pattern will be cleared, yeah? We're going from the akashic then through the mental, emotional, physical, and then because we are in 3D, yeah, yeah? <laughs> we also have to do different. So
0: how did you start to figure out that this was actually working for clients? Like, what made you think like, okay, this works? Like, cause I am an emotion code healer. And like, at first I was very skeptic of it. Like I have to tap into someone's subconscious mind. I'm like, does this really work? And, and after like 30 clients, I'm like, this really works. Like, how did you like see like an, like a transformation? Like tell us some of your clients transformation stories.
1: Yeah. Look, honestly, even now, yeah, because there's, so many people are now in fear and money and you know restrictions. But even now my clients double up to quadruple their income. Wow. Yeah. And they're happier. Like what, what normally I mean, it's a journey. Yeah. But norm because, okay, that's one reading. Then the second reading, we look at, okay, how are you wired to create? Because, yes, the law of attraction works, absolutely. But what most people don't realize is that at soul level, how we go about creating the new is different to anybody else. Like like we are literally like snowflakes. Yeah, so we're also looking at, okay, again, I'll give you an example. The world usually would tell us, okay, you need to be goal oriented yeah what's the big hairy goal chunk it down go for it all right so that's at so level you can also be process orientated that means yes you have a goal but it's you are more more interested in experiencing yourself and the process yeah so the goal isn't that important and the goal will not be, you know, like if somebody is the opposite, they, like if they are goal oriented, then it's very much timeline. How much do you want to make? What do you want to experience? Yeah. But if you're process oriented, it's more, how do, who do I want to become? What is my power word? What am I after? Is it freedom? Is it ease? Is it self love? And it's, yeah, it's very different. And the people when I when I tell them you're process oriented, quite often it's a sigh of relief. Because <laughs> again, they're thinking, what's wrong with me? Why can't I find a goal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Why can't I stick to a goal or stay with a
1: goal? Yeah. So that's the manifesting blueprint. Then we are looking at okay, how does your soul group of origination and your divine gifts transcend? late into business what are your characteristics what do you need to look out for how are you wired to create business and then we have a business record and then it gets interesting so the client would say okay i want to make x amount of money say in six months time every month and then the first thing is i look at okay is it impossible yeah because sometimes we are in wishful thinking Meaning if you haven't earned if you're earning again, I'm making it up here, but say you have you're earning two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, you yeah. just started your business, but you're telling me you want to make twenty thousand in six months' time, quite often that is a huge, too huge vibrational jump. But you know, usually I okay, I check is it like, is this goal actually feasible in the physical within six months? And I get yes, then I get a percentage. And then I, are you doing like muscle testing to like figure this out? Oh, I do everything with a pendulum. Oh, OK. And then, you know, if it's business, it's OK. Uh, where are you 100% aligned? Is it clients? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it joint ventures? Is it? And where are you not aligned? And then it's really going into the nitty-gritty, yeah? What, and more often than not, I take a lot away from my client. I've you know, a lot of people do everything, the Instagram and the Facebook and the email. <laughs> <and> it's like... <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm doing everything. I'm doing it all. You don't need to. <laughs> I then we look at, okay, so what is aligned for you? Yeah yeah at soul level and then we go about yeah changing shifting adding this detracting you know whatever in your business yeah. and usually people do less work and they make more money and it's more aligned it's all about alignment yeah because we're all energy
0: beings right <laughs>
1: because the clients are looking yeah fine.
0: exactly That's incredible. That's actually amazing. And more people need to like really find that magic key because a lot of us are running around like, you know, like trying to figure it out, you know, and we're doing it all wrong because we're not in alignment to our actual soul level, right? So as we wrap up this episode, Shivani, what would be your nugget of wisdom for anyone who's
1: listening right now? My nugget of wisdom, everything, no exception starts from within We are all vibrational in nature. And I swear, (laughs) (laughs) no matter what happens on the outside, it's you. And yes, it's harder. Yeah. The stakes are higher because we are now in a very negative environment and political climate. Yeah. Lots of fear. But we, you are everybody. You are the listeners. You are the magical incredible creator of your own life yeah you are the master you are the mistress uh you are born that way oh I love it and yeah it and you can create what you want yes you can yes
0: you can but
1: (laughs) but sometimes you know because the ego will say I don't need help and you know sometimes we need help
0: yeah I think the ego the ego definitely wants to take control but I like that when Wayne Dyer calls the ego edging God out. And so you're not allowing God, spirit, the divine to really like guide you. So where can my audience find you?
1: Sure. So yeah, my, my website is my name. So it's shivani.com, S-H-I-V-A-N-Y.com. I've also got a free gift for you. I'm very excited Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm passionate. Like, I really believe if just imagine a world where nobody has any doubts in how to take the next steps because they're so aligned and connected to their own inner guidance system. Yeah, and they trust it. Yeah, even if Joe Blow does something the opposite, you know, imagine every single person, every single soul trusts their guidance system and acts on it. <laughs> that's the next yeah. step. And we would have a better world. What a different world yeah? we like live imagine in. Yeah, imagine yeah we the d- world. live in a different world. And that's the gift. It's yeah. really looking at intuition. How can it show up? How can you foster that? How can you tap into that power source that you have. Yeah, and that's it. Beautiful.
0: And all the links are going to be in the show notes. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for listening to Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser. And if you love this episode, make sure you hit subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a review. I read every single review, and I truly appreciate the time you spend writing it. If you're looking for a life coach or a spiritual mentor, you can book a free discovery call with me at www.fearlessfemale.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at fearlessfemale underscore coach. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at fearlessfemale or find me on TikTok. I'm under at paola.rosser. Tune in next week. Goodbye.